0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and A.J. Skiftstad.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Board Games Daily. It's Monday, we're getting a week started off right with a couple segments, including we'll be talking about, uh, let's see, what we played over the weekend. I'm going to chime in on some first impressions of games we played last week, and I'm sure AJ will be by with uh, what he's going to be playing for his game night coming up later on today. So stay tuned. We've got a ton going on. Oh, by the way, we've got a call-in. I had a little contest going on. There's kind of a big contest going on called the 12 Days of Christmas Contest. And for day four, the way you won was to call in and wish somebody a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday or whatever it was you wanted to do. So I've got a winner for that, and this guy's going to win a copy of Hero Realms. If you want to get in on all the contest fun, you can go to TheologyofGames.com. There's a cool landing page there that will take you directly to the contest with all the prizes and all the ways to enter. So you should probably do that if you like free games and who doesn't like free games. Okay. I think that's all the housekeeping I've got for right now. Let's get into this show. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's do this thing.
0: This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as board games daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables.
1: All right, so I'm here to do my first impression on Black Orchestra. So Black Orchestra, fun game. It, if you don't know about it, it is a co-op game uh, set in Germany during the war, and you are playing as either German citizens or military leaders who are have decided to defect and attempt to kill Hitler? It's a co-op game. You're working together. You are tracking the movements of Hitler and some of his upper echelon officers and lieutenants and so forth. And every time you take a turn, there's an event card that is drawn that moves them throughout, you know, Germany and throughout Europe. And uh, it's very, it's very historical i'm not super up on the history of the war uh, but actually our buddy sepost uh, who played with us really is and like when things would happen you go oh yeah that's when so and so left germany and that's when oh you know he's going to head to the eastern front soon and so these things were uh it's a very well researched game in that manner um now it's a co-op game and it has a map so My first thought is like, all right, is this, is this going to be like a pandemic clone, just something that's reskinned and we've got to manage these outbreaks or, you know, this ideology kind of spreading or something. And it's not, it's not at all like that. It is. Um, very unique. It is very, it's much its own game in terms of mechanics for a co-op game. Uh, Basically you are trying to collect items. You're trying to go around the map, finding items and drawing cards so that you can devise a plot to kill Hitler. Uh, One of the cool things about it mechanically is you can take three actions a turn now if you choose to do that you get your three actions and then there's you know there's actions there's move there's reveal an item so like all the items start face down so it takes an action to flip it over and then you can pick it up for another action uh, you can trade cards you can you know there's there's a, a list of I- of not items but actions you would expect to be able to do in a game but one of the actions is conspire And there are dice that you, that are part of the game and they have a target on one side. They have the black Eagle, like Nazi military symbol on one side. And then they have numbers one, two, and three on them as well. And the cool thing is, is for one action, you can roll one of the conspiracy dice. And so, if you use all three of your actions, you can roll all three of them. Now, if you get targets, there's a descent track that will allow you to kind of adjust your more motivation or uh, I think you can alter Hitler's military backing. And all these things are like tracks that are either on your player board or on the board, and they affect how easy it is or how difficult it is to assassinate Hitler. Um, but you can also when you roll those dice, If you roll the numbers, those are the amount of actions that they give you. So you can end up with nine actions if you roll right. It's very hard to do, but uh, there were some actions. We got six, seven, eight actions. So it was a really cool way of kind of gambling on your turn. So um, we liked it. Now, it took a really long time to play. The box says it's 90 minutes. We were probably closer to two hours maybe even two and a half um there was a learning curve and we were checking the rule book here and there maybe a little more than we should have but um all in all very thematic very fun i think if we you know when we give it another run a second playthrough, it'll 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 pick up the pace we'll know a little better what we're what we're doing and the strategy of how we want to go about it so Uh, Check it out, Black Orchestra, it's from Starling Games. A lot of fun and really cool thematic uh, co-op game that doesn't fit into any other genre of co-op game that I own, so I really like this one and it's gonna stay in my collection.
0: You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad bringing you the weekend recap and Monday night game night. So this weekend, what games did I play? Absolutely nothing. It was a loaded weekend. I am finishing the game room down in my basement uh i've been doing a a project down there renovating the basement for uh several months now and i finally had my buddy who does drywall come over um on thursday and no yeah thursday and he helped me get the finishing coat on the drywall so i've been sanding all weekend getting ready to put some primer on there so that we can game in style very soon however on Thursday night, that same night that the Drywall Buddy came over, I did get a game to the table. We had a Christmas party with uh, some people from a small group Bible study that I get together with. And we played some Code Names. Code Names is a great party game. It still is. Uh, there's lots of other good party games out there, but this is still a really good one. And uh, we played a couple rounds of that and had a lot of fun with it. As far as Monday night game night goes, that's tonight. What will I be playing? Well, I can't tell you for sure. I know I am having a game night tonight, I know that we will be getting some board games to the table, and there's been discussion about having a Texas Hold'em game, I think we're going to have like anywhere from 5 to 8 people at this game night tonight, and and it's all guys, so no girls tonight, um, some of my buddies, uh, excuse me, some my wife and her girlfriends are having a girls night, so the guys thought, hey, let's get together. And so we are. And so we're going to do... I think we're going to do a little Texas Hold'em. Maybe a $5 buy-in. I don't really gamble that much. In fact, I don't think I've ever gambled. Ever. Maybe once on a cruise ship, I think. Um, so so for $5, I'm like, whatever. Let's play. Let's have some fun. So we're going to do a $5 buy-in on some Texas Hold'em. Uh, but other than that, I think we might get water deep to the table. I know some of my buddies really like that game. Some of these guys... Um, I'll bring over a couple games, too, a couple party games, and then maybe a couple serious games, too, in case we split up into two groups. So I'm sure some Crokinole will get to the table tonight, too. I'm going to bring my board over, my buddy I built a board for. And um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got um, four player on one table and four player on another table, or maybe four player on one table and two on another, depending on numbers. So Crokinole, Lords of Waterdeep, Texas Hold'em. Not all your typical type of games, maybe Waterdeep is, but not all your typical hobby gamings, but uh, still, games, getting to the table. That's my Monday night. That's it for now. What are you playing? Check you later. All
1: right, guys, just a real quick recap of my gaming for the weekend, and it's it's kind of cool. This is really, to me, a big part of this time of year is um, gaming with family, and We, we didn't do a lot, but my boys and I played Roll for Your Life Candyman, which they just love. They thought it was so much fun and we had a great time with it. We talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, and it's just a goofy, silly dice roller. And you're, you're hacking apart these gingerbread men and scoring points that way. And we had a, a blast with it. And then they took it to my parents house later that same evening and they played it with their grandparents and they had a great time with it uh so that was really really cool um we also played some code names disney with my in-laws which again you know this is we just having these nice little moments of gaming with family Not a lot of gaming this weekend, but just nice little moments. So that was really cool. Um, And that's really, uh, I I had hoped to play a few more things here and there. But, you know, the game collection got out and it was shared with family and we had some wonderful times. And we actually, we played a game that my in-laws had. It's called uh, Five Second Rule. It's this game that I've, it seems a little older. I've never really played it before, but it was a typical kind of trivia game, but it had this cool flip over timer. That was a five second sort of sand timer. And, um, you draw a card and someone would read it and it would say, name three, something like, uh, name three cities in your County or name three famous people with mustaches or any, number of things and you had five seconds to name three things. And if you did, you got a point or, you know, we didn't even really keep score. Um, but it was a fun little game and we had a great time. And, uh, that, you know, it was just a nice little bit of gaming this weekend with family. And of course at Christmas time, um, we get to do that. We get to spend more time with family and what better way to share some fun moments with them and do some gaming. So let us know what you played. Go ahead and call in 216-352-3864. Use the voice message feature on Anchor if that's where you're listening, or you can go to theologyofgames.com slash BGD, fill out the little form there, be a part of the show, hit us up on social media, wherever it is, and uh, let us know what you played this weekend and, and what you plan to play as the holiday season rolls right along. All right, I'm out for now. A little more coming back at you here very soon. So stay tuned here on Board Games Daily. And here it is. I told you about it in the intro. Here's the winner of our call-in portion of the 12 Days of Christmas contest. Here's the call.
3: This is Mike Cather from Evansville, Indiana, and I would just like to wish a Merry Christmas to the Theology of Games listeners, my family, and my gaming friends at the St. Peter's Game Night. I hope you all have a happy holiday. Thank you. Hey there, it's Firestone with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com, coming to you with a little bit of board game news. Fireside Games which produced Grackles that we reviewed earlier this year and Hotshot and Castle Panic has announced a new game called My First Castle Panic. Because board games are getting so popular, there is this huge push to create versions for even younger kids because as a parent myself, I can understand this. You are super excited to play games with your kids, but sometimes they're just not old enough to understand it, so you're kind of. I really wish I could play that. So we've seen things like very early Catan's, very uh, Ticket to Ride my the first journey or something like that, where it's a younger version. Uh, My Little Scythe that came out that's for younger kids, and so Castle Panic as or Fireside Games has announced my first Castle Panic, and this is targeted for kids age four and up, and there's a picture of it online that looks uh super cute. There's a castle and a wall, and then there's just a single path with various enemies that will make their way along this path. And you'll be fighting them. It looks like using colors and shapes to beat them. So if, if one of them is on a, a blue, blue triangle space, you can use a card that uses a blue triangle instead of all the text on the regular cards where it's like the archer and you need a blue archer this is even more simple than that and there's just one path so it looks like a great introductory cooperative game for kids and uh, the artwork is super cute and just the game looks like a great introduction so this is another one of these let's play games with kids as early as we can games which i'm all for it teaches you know problem solving and matching and taking turns and losing well and all these things that we want to teach our kids in addition to just having fun playing games so Looks like it's coming out in the spring, so check it out. It's My First Castle Panic by Fireside Games. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. AJ set up a great cage fight this last week, and it was Splendor versus Century Spice Road, which are they're essentially the same game, but... um. I know Splendor is beloved. I know it's very popular. I know it's considered this non gamer classic. I don't see it. I think it's a perfectly mediocre game. I don't like Splendor. I don't recommend Splendor. I don't even think it pulls off what it's trying to do very well. I think thematically it's kind of boring. You're just turning the cubes into other cubes, which uh I don't I just don't get its popularity um there's just it's boring. It's boring. It's boring. And the choices are obvious. Century Spice Road is slightly better. And given a choice, I would certainly play the two. And I've actually also played Century Golem Edition, which just, I mean, that's the best edition as far as I'm concerned. It's, it looks cooler. Thematically, it's cooler. Essentially, it is the same game, but um, the bits are just amazing in this, in the Golem Edition. So, My vote is Century Gollum Edition, which is essentially Century Spice Road, which beats the mediocre Splendor. Those are my thoughts. I know it's not popular. I know Splendor is beloved. I don't get it. Bye.
1: Well, that's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you stopping by. Don't forget, 12 Days of Christmas contest happening now, theologyofgames.com. Don't forget Patreon. You can still get in on that and all the fun things that we do for our patrons. Also, uh, if you're out there on social media, if you have friends of any kind that enjoy board games, we would love it so much if you would tell them about the show by any means possible, whether it's a social media share or telling them face-to-face Or turning the show on and shoving your earbuds into their ears or smoke signals or whatever it may be. But seriously, uh, sharing is caring. We really appreciate the folks who let other folks know about us and what we do. Also, wherever you are listening, whatever platform it may be, if you would give us a rating, a review, and a subscription, those things are like pure, pure, sweet gold Chocolate coins that you get in your stocking on Christmas. At least I do. I don't know about you. So there it is. Thanks again for tuning in. Until tomorrow, for my co hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone, I'm Jeremiah Isley saying you should go play a game.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyOfGames.com.